Money FM 89.3. Best of the evening runway. Market View on Money FM 89.3. That's right. You're listening to Money FM 89.3, and it's now time for Market View, where we take a look at how the Singapore stock market is likely to close for the day, the biggest movers, sectors, and companies to watch. But as always, a quick recap of how we started. Well, Singapore stocks began trading in the red today after global equities finished the previous week mostly lower. Now, in early trade, the Straits Times Index was down 0.3% to 3,052 points after some 23 million securities changed hands in the broader market. And let's take a look at the numbers right now while they're firming up. Uh, the Straits Times Index currently up 0.14% at 3,066 points. In terms of value turnover, that's $926 million. The gainers outnumbered losers 300 versus 275. Top five movers by value we have here DBS, UOB, OCBC, Singtel and Capital Land Invest. Heavily traded securities included C-Trim, Rex International and Yangtze Financial Holdings. Now, In terms of companies to watch, we do have Capital Land, Ascenders, REIT, the REIT reporting a slight increase in third quarter portfolio occupancy to 94.5%. Now, meanwhile, we've got more developments surrounding SGX listed firms and the S&P 500 falling into the correction territory on Friday. So stock movements in focus today and joining us on the line is Chin Hui Leong, co-founder the Smart Investor. Chin, welcome. Hi, Chen Tian. Nice to be here. Great to have you back. And Chin, let's start with the Singapore stock market as usual. How did the SDI fare so far today? Any surprises when it comes to the biggest movers? I understand you mentioned about iFast being so-called on a tear for the past three trading days. Could you elaborate on that? Sure. So the SDI actually fell into correction territory earlier today, but mm. has since rebounded. I think uh, part of the reason is because the S&P 500, which is the US index, actually fell in the correction last Friday. So I think it's a follow-on impact. In terms of gainers, uh, the, the main ones are Golden Agri and Comfort Delgo. I don't see any major development, so I'm going to chalk it down as just being at the ebb and flow of the stock market. Uh, moving on to IFAS, uh, shares are actually up almost 17% uh, since last Thursday. Uh, the main reason behind that is because earnings has actually more than quadrupled in its latest earnings. And the key driver is actually the Hong Kong e-pension contract, which is a source of new significant revenue for the company. Right Now, the surprising thing is that I'm surprised that people are surprised by this because this factor or this revenue was already uh, forecasted back in April 2022. So mm. to see the stock react the way it is, uh, it is uh, a big surprise to me. Uh, but here's the even better news. Yeah. So far, they have only recorded one month of revenue, and the next quarter will have the full three months of revenue from this new source of revenue. So I'm actually looking ahead or looking forward to seeing the next quarter results. Hmm, surprise, surprise, if we could put it that way. But in the meantime, uh, Chin, let's take a look at Xing Xiong because DBS Group and Philip Securities, they lowered their target prices on the supermarket operator, but RHB raised its target price. So any thoughts on that, given that uh, FY 2024 growth prospects, according to analysts, are still positive? Yeah, so I took a look at the earnings for Xing Xiong and I, I see it, it was solid. Uh, it's not spectacular, but really, really solid, right? So they have they hit 30% gross margins for the first time ever. Uh, they benefited from rising interest rates. I, I think that's quite rare. 
And the reason why they benefited is because they are very cash-generative company. They generate a lot of cash. They grow using their own operations itself. And uh, they have a lot of cash on their balance sheet. And when you have more cash on your balance sheet, you tend to earn more from interest rates, right? Mm. Now, looking ahead, uh, they do have at least one more store, which will uh, open in Singapore before the end of this year, and one more store in China next year. This is the visibility we have today. And there's another potential uh, eight locations in Singapore, which they may bid for, and that could add more to the company itself. Now, why why is then, you know, two of the brokerage houses uh, lowering their target prices? Yeah. Actually, if you look behind their assumptions, right, all three of these brokerage houses have either kept their projections for the profit for the company the same, right, or mm. slightly higher. The only difference is they are making an adjustment in the multiple, which they think the stock will earn. And that, to me, is really making a complete guess because nobody can actually know what multiple you actually earn from the stock market. It's not a game I play. And I, I think that investors should focus on it, business itself. And from what I see, all three brokerages mm. actually agree it's a good company. All right. And let's zoom in on to uh, Capital Land Group of Companies and Trust, so-called uh, Chin. We've got Capital Land Ascenders read after it reported a slight increase in third quarter portfolio occupancy to 94.5%. Mm-hmm. Cap Land Escort Trust also saw third quarter gross profit up 13% on the year. Do you think it's going to be a smooth journey ahead for Kaplan Group of Companies, in your opinion? Uh, I think this is a tale of two REITs instead of tale of two cities, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, on the case of uh, Ascenda's REIT, uh, this is a REIT which holds things like uh, logistics, warehouses, uh, industrial space, yep. uh, you know, business space, and a, a small sprinkling of uh, data centers, right? And they actually reported slightly lower distributions for the first half of the year, mainly because of higher borrowing costs. So that's one factor to watch. But for the case of Escort, right, Escort deals with uh, hotels, survey apartments, uh, student accommodation, and even rental housing, right? Mm. For the case of Escort, they're actually recovering from the pandemic. And for them, their distributions actually increased by 19%. They're trying Mm. to make their way back to the pre-pandemic level. So this is sort of a different situation for both REITs. Mm-hmm. But I think the common thing to look out for these two companies is whether or not uh, borrowing costs will eat into their distributions in the future. Uh, okay. If you're just tuning in, we're now speaking to Chin Hui Leong, co-founder of the Smart Investor. And let's take a look at what's happening in the region, uh, Chin. The head of Vietnam's Textile and Garment Association said Vietnam's uh, textile and garment exports expected to fall between 5 and 6.3% to around uh, 40.5-41 billion US dollars this year on continued weak global demand. Do you think this is in line with the latest financials out from major high street brands like you know your Nike, Adidas or Zara? Yeah, so I own two stocks. One of them is Nike. The mm. other is uh, Lululemon, which is mm. also uh, does yoga pants and at least uh, yeah. wear. And they have operations in Vietnam, right? So the interesting thing is uh, Lululemon actually just reported a, a revenue growth of 18%, 18%. And for the case of Nike, mm. they also have growth, but at a slow rate of 2%, right? So when you look at this two uh, situations on one side, you have all these uh, clothing manufacturers, they have actually uh, reporting growth. And on the other side, you have all these uh, contractors in Vietnam, they're actually uh, reporting negative figures, right? So what's the disconnect? 
So from what I can see is, if you look back at last year, um, the, the situation for the supply chains were very uncertain, right? So if you're a store owner and you're not sure when you're going to receive your next inventory, what do you do? You, you tend to stock up more, right? Mm. You build up more inventory because what you don't want to happen is for a customer to walk into your store and you do not have the product to sell to them, right? Yeah. So you must have the product on your hand. Now, fast forward to this year. This year is when things start to calm down, uh, supply chain lead times start to normalize. And what happens? They can afford to lower their inventory levels, let them consume and clear their inventory from last year, and maybe even order less. And I think that's why you're seeing a disconnect between these two parties. Hmm. And finally, uh, let's take a look at the US before we let you go, Chin. I know we talked about the S&P being a falling into correction territory, but how's that weighing on markets in the US so far? Yeah, so the, the thing about this is, I think this is just a general collect, a correction. Yeah. Uh, definitely, you, if you look at the biggest components, they are, they are down between uh, 10 to 20%. If you look at your Apples, your Googles and Nvidia, yeah. Yeah, they are down roughly about 10 to 20%. Uh, the thing to remember here is this is very normal, right? Mm-hmm. S&P 500, uh, it, it declines 10% once every other year, right? Mm-hmm. In the case of the FDI, if there's any flow-on effects from the S&P 500, just remember that 8 out of every 10 years, a 10% correction will happen in the SDI. So it's a very common situation. Don't panic. You know, if, if you have money, lower stock prices is a good thing. If you know what to buy, then you should welcome those stock prices. Mm, but uh, don't mind me just following up, uh, Chin. Will there be more market volatility towards the middle of this week when you have that Fed decision, Apple's earnings, also that mm-hmm. jobs data out? Yeah, definitely. I think the Apple as a component of the index itself has grown larger over time. Mm. So it will have some influence on the movement of the index. But uh, for me, uh, for example, if you're looking at dividends, right? If you're pretty sure that the dividends are going to be paid out, then a lower price means you're just going to get a higher yield, right? Mm. So I think that uh, for me, lower price are always welcome. And as I said, if you know what to buy, then I, I think you would you know, roll out the red carpet and welcome lower stock prices. All right. Thanks a lot, Chin. That was Chin Hui Leong, co-founder of The Smart Investor. Thank you very much for joining us on Money FM 89.3. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.